Play. Play it. This is the Astro League Fantasy Football Podcast. League specific news, information, and stats with your obnoxious commissioner, Maddie C. Hey team, it's Maddie C here, and wow, I am excited to be trying this out. It's been 15 odd years since I've really flexed a announcing muscle, but what I'm really looking to do here is create a small podcast series. We've been together for a decade now. Thanks for joining me, TC. It's really cool to hang out with my brother from another mother. Oh, yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, cheers for that one. Clink. Great to be here. Introducing the jackal. Getting the, uh, getting the tan on all the time, mate. So, you know, there's a lot of sun during the uh, cold winters. I don't want to know what happened if I never had had your love. I didn't become myself before I met you. Adam, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. This is my first mock draft ever. My um, strategy for drafts are to not prepare and just embrace the chaos of live draft day. Well, it's with great pleasure I introduce Brendan and Joel. No worries, thanks for having no us. Worries. Oh yeah, definitely, thanks for having us. It's been a really good league to do it out because there's no easy beats. I like it, I fall back on my good looks. How does it keep getting better? It's just not worth doing. Jack was always fun to beat, but that's a pretty easy one. Um, how did I get that nickname? Oh, it was a heck of a league. Yeah, that's right. While I'm no draft expert and probably my draft ratings from the NFL website would say that as well. Well, the, the good thing about it too is I think it speeded up the process of my ex-wife leaving. Oh, that's a great moment. As, as TC noted last week, he just laughed at me and shut the door. I did way more work during lockdown than I ever did as a teacher. <laughs> when you got a bit of money involved, you're a bit more um, <clears throat> involved. It's a bit weird to plug the podcast on the podcast, but right. 100% been listening to every episode. Uh, I love watching you play, but unfortunately, your performance in the last couple of weeks is a bit lackluster. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, gotta go. Things I'd rather do than go to Matt Ryan's birthday party. Get acupuncture in my testy, share a jail cell with Shaq, and try to sell Philip Rivers' wife birth control. I hope Matt Ryan gets full-blown AIDS. Not HIV, but full-blown AIDS. Kenny, how are you travelling, mate? I'm good, dude. Thanks. For starters, let's start with that. You're the king of the castle. How's that feel? Yeah, it feels pretty good. Um, Masterstroke for me was... uh getting inside TC's head and, and convincing him to drop Aguilar. He's going to have to realise that he's just playing like a ginger piece of shit. Uh, congratulations, mate. It's a nice club to be a part of. It's not exactly a, um exclusive club than if everybody gets a turn, is it? <laughs> it's, it's nice when everyone feels like they've got the chance to win and you see that happen. It adds to the value of it as well, I think, when that you know you've got to work for it as well. My preference would be to, you know, hold off on presenting the trophy until we can all get together and everyone can bow down to me when I receive it. 2020 Astro League champion, Scuba Steve Wallace. But he's also not a Hall of Fame. Yeah, get that on the Instagram page. All right, so this is something we don't usually do at this stage, but uh, let's throw it to the big guy. Uh, one other thing I wanted to touch on was Logan Thomas, the dick hole, the dick hole, the dick, dick, dick hole, uh, who happens to be playing against me and Astro this week, of course. Pretty big turn of events. It's 
it's game time. So to me, that would be a good way to open it up. Yes. You know, so yeah, there's definite appeal there. Oh, no, we just lost our under 20 demographic. It was a fizzer. So where do young people go when they're not uh, catching passes at the Steelers, Tay? Someone like the Jets will probably throw a massive coin at him to try and send his career into a tailspin. Hot diggity dog. I'm an optimist. I, I like having lots of options. Because, I mean, we see this all the time. We see three for twos. We see two for ones. Honestly, mate, that'd be enough to make me play well. This is a game my wife and I play at home, and you're like, whoa! <laughs> this is the Astro League. It sounds so weird in, like, an Australian accent. The Astro League. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> the Astro League podcast. I think my sheriff's decision is I, I just wouldn't do it during the season. G'day, g'day, and welcome to the Astros Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Matty C. I am your host of the show. I'm also the commissioner of this, the Astro League. This is a quick weekend update. Not going to have time for this every single time, but before week one really gets into full swing, just had a couple of things to update real quick and share some news around the league. You can find us on Facebook. We are on Instagram as well at Astro League Podcast. You can find us at Astro League Pod over on Twitter. And of course, we've got the great old email address. We've even got some mail today too. Astro League Podcast at gmail.com. Let's just hit the news, hey? The results are in. The people have spoken. That's what it comes down to. We're not the no-fun league. But you need time to negotiate that. That's what my wife says very quickly. <laughs> uh, let's jump in and do this thing. All right, so the first item of news. Baltimore actually seeking to become the first team to go completely ACL-free in their running back room. And it starts with Le'Veon Bell signs at Baltimore. And you think that is it's probably an insignificant signing. He's probably only going to be on the Pritchard squad and moved up to do some passing down work and that sort of thing. Uh, in the meantime, while that all happens, Saints can't let have his Murray after he turned down a pay cut, which, man, isn't that it? Like, you turn down a pay cut and say, hey, I don't want to do the same work for less. And then your team goes and goes, ah, well, you know what? We're just going to cut your ass. Anyway, so Latavius Murray now all of a sudden out of the building. Five minutes later, Gus Edwards suffers a severe knee injury as well. Looks like an ACL. Looks like he's going to be gone. So then the Ravens hurry out and sign Devonta Freeman and Trenton Cannon, who they'd also had in to work out earlier in the week. The other big news around the NFL, though, is that we saw Pittsburgh extend TJ Watt and make sure that he became the highest paid defender in the league. Gee, there's been some money come into that Watt household, hey? All right, so before we get too much older, let's just quickly address Thursday Night Football because it always leads to dramatic overcorrections. And we saw two teams with plenty of scoring. And actually, we saw quite a few turnovers in that game as well. I know about anyone else, but what a fun to see just good old Gronk. Just big Gronk as well. Ah, oh, man, that was a throwback. I was having a bit of a devil of a time to with a new numbering system. Trying to work out who was who. You know, if they had um, just moved to that new system and they were like a DB who was wearing a single digit or a number under 20, uh, I was just perplexed. And then uh, Leonard Fournette running around in seven kind of, you know, screwed my brain up a little bit. But look, getting to the overreactions, like what are the overreactions from this game? Well, I guess, you know, Zeke's a total bum, right? Like, I think he had something like 30 yards in the fourth quarter, as Adam was pretty quick to remind Taylor of. Uh, Tampa's running backs, I don't know, are they a complete mess? Rojo had the lead, and then he fumbles, and was never seen again. Is Evans the fourth wheel in that passing game? You know, like, all these questions come up. You know, what's even more interesting, too, is both these defenses were leakier than a geriatric snappy, and I just kind of wonder if people are going to have as much faith in the Tampa Bay defense after this. Almost none of these things are going to be true, though. Uh, but, you know, after eight months of no competitive games, and this is the first offering, it really is easy to get blinded by the only footage we have. And, you know, it's almost like it's the entire history of the NFL that we've just seen right here. So it's it's just one of those things, right? Did Tampa deserve to win this game? Who cares? We play fantasy. 
NFL results are great, you know. And if you just want proper NFL analysis, I can help you. Go and check out my mate Manjod, the Manjod, the man, the legend. He is at Pastry Press NFL. Go and check it out. I mean, it's got a slightly heavy 49ers bias on it, but he's just gone ahead and done all his season predictions. Go and check him out at Pastry Press NFL. What's up, everybody? This is Vic from the Mile Sam Podcast. And even though I'm all the way in sunny Miami, Florida, doesn't stop me from catching the Astro League Podcast. All right, so this is something we don't usually do at this stage, but what I'm going to do is just throw to a Taylor talk because he just wants to do a quick update to some matchup data from some of the changes around the NFL this week. And I'm going to make way for the big guy to come in here and do it. And then I'm, while I've got him here, I'm going to do some other things. But uh, let's throw it to the big guy. swing for Jerry over Tim. Not only did Tim lose Gus, but Jerry now gets to play Tyson Williams over Trey Sermon, which is a massive change. Uh, I've got Gnomes as a definite favourite now, and I completely changed my projection. I think I had Tim winning by about 13 before, uh, but now I'd say Jerry by about eight. Pretty big turn of events. Uh, one other thing I wanted to touch on was the dickhole, Logan Thomas, uh, who happens to be playing against me and Astro this week, of course. Uh, I think he's going to be Mr. Necessary again this week after Curtis Samuel went down with his injury. I don't know how long he's going to be out for, but uh, with not too much else there in the wide receivers, uh, I believe he's actually going to be necessary again, which I didn't see earlier in the year because I thought the, the receiving call was starting to get a bit healthier and there was going to be some other guys that were going to take targets off him, but I don't see who else is taking targets off him this week outside of McLaurin. So a bit of a change of stance there. I think he could have an okay game. Uh, look, I don't think he's going to be as good as he was last year still, but he could actually be you know, decent in that middling tight end round. Hey, he's diminutive and weak because he's only like 5'11", 180. But he's also not a Hall of Famer. Because he's not a great player. Straight out of the gate, this team is going to suck donkey balls. Saggy, <laughs> saggy donkey balls. This will be good. I can fill in for you on weeks where you just couldn't be bothered. That's exactly what we're talking about here. Well, mailbag is starting to become a thing. I absolutely have to make a drop for this for next week because it is four episodes in a row now. And this one's come through the email, astroleaguepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, but as we advise, too, look, hey, if you've got a handle, you can just use your handle to identify yourself. And this one's come through from a Dunny Ping Pong. At Dunny Ping Pong. Yeah, okay. So, at Dunny Ping Pong wants to know, hey, Taylor, who are your top streaming defenses for week one? Mate, thank you very much for listening and thank you for another great question. Uh, I'm loving getting these. Uh, streaming defences. Uh, I've got a few that I like this week. My main one I like uh, is Denver. Uh, I think Denver's going to have a very much an improved defence and they got up against the Giants with Fumble Jones. I think that's a great play. Uh, I've got a couple other little ones. Uh, they didn't actually have great defences last year, but I think they're both in for a lot of improvement. Uh, that's Vi- the Vikings up against the Bengals because the Bengals look like they've struggled in the preseason offensively. And I think with no O-line, uh, Burrow could get up give up some sacks. Uh, and also the charges against Washington. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what you're going to get out of Washington offensively this week. And I think the charges are going to be much improved. So I could see that being a low-scoring game. Uh, I think the top defense is actually to look at is San Francisco uh, against the Lions. But I don't know if they'll be available to stream. I just thought I'd put that in, out there. Thanks again for the question and keep it coming. All right. I think I'm assuming that's a standard 10-team league. But even in that case, I think the San Francisco 49ers will be taken. But hey, look, that's all we've got time for in the recap show here. Just to 
bring a few things up to date. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Astro League Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Astro League Pod. And you can even hit the email Astro League Podcast at gmail.com to leave mail. Good luck in week one. Hooroo. Play. Play it. This is the Astro League Fantasy Football Podcast. League specific news, information, and stats with your obnoxious commissioner, Maddie C. Yes. Mm.